What's up, everyone? This is Press X to Start Podcast Season 5, Episode 43. Press X to Start Podcast is the audio and video podcast. We're seeking to transform the video game media landscape through an underserved and protected point of view. With story of justice for the unrepresented programmers, developers, and consumers. I am your host, DJ, a.k.a. Sexy Adroid, a.k.a. Did You Know is actually being retired because I am changing this now to do you know who Erica Luttrell is? Erica Luttrell is a Canadian voice actress. Bangalore. Yes, Avery, you nailed it. She did the voice for Bangalore of Apex Legend. She also voiced Sapphire for one of the Crystal Gems from Steven Universe. And she also voiced Keisha Franklin from Magic School Bus. So when I found this out, I flipped out all the way. Like, I literally jumped out of my seat. I was like, oh, my God, that's so awesome. But yeah, that's that's my new thing that I'm doing now. Shouting out uh, Black Talent. Your boy, Jordan, a.k.a. JXBOC, back from the dead and nothing hey. but wonderful Game Pass trinkets. Just talk about that in a second. That. I am also resurrected from the abyss. Mm-hmm. Like the theme of the episode here, I am Douglas Nivens, aka, as I said before, the Court of Appeals of Maryland, sitting in the great city of Annapolis. I am Council Ipsa Dixit, exuberant, Barrister Baltimore. All right. Last up. Hi, I'm Avery. <laughs> Nailed it. Hi, <laughs> Avery. <Nailed> it. <laughs> Yeah. I feel good With about us. that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. With us being introduced, now we can tell you about the things we'll be talking about for this podcast. Uh, first up, we will be talking about Forza and it's potentially being a competitor for Game of the Year. Mm, mm. Oh. Oh. Uh, <laughs> we'll also be talking about <laughs> GTA Trilogy and it's launching with some issues. Possibly, uh, not possibly. It is definitely launching a lot of issues. Uh, and then we'll be talking about Fortnite pulling Travis Scott's emote for a pretty good reason. With that being said, we can jump into what we have been playing. Jordan, you're up first. Which what we've been playing? What you've been playing? Uh, I have been addicted to Forza mm. Horizon Five. Everything like there's a. A fucking desk full of games. Got my hand and just wiped that shit off and put Forza Horizon 5 right in the fucking middle. Because this game, I play a lot of racers. You know, if you follow this podcast, I most talk about the various racing games I play, you know, both hardcore simulation like Formula One 2020, one of the better sim racers out there. Uh, arcadey racers like Need for Speed and what else we got? Uh, Burnout Paradise. Well, I hate Burnout Paradise, but Burnout Revenge and Burnout 3. I love racing games. This is, in my opinion, possibly one of the best racing games ever made because they were able to merge the best of four, which was at the time one of the best racing games ever made, and three, one of the best racing games ever made. They they were to get all of what made those two games great, put it together in a unique setting being Mexico. I want to go to Mexico tonight. I want to go to BWI and get the first trip to Tijuana. I don't care. Just get me to Mexico. Give me to Baja because they've never made a 
country looks so beautiful. I'm not trying to say it's not beautiful in real life. It totally is. People go, oh, Force is a racing game. You haven't played Force Horizon, if you say shit like that. It makes racing fun again. Really? It's for people that don't like racing games. It's for people that love racing games. This is just... Like, Playground Games is slowly becoming Microsoft's Insomniac in terms of the quality. Because mm, I did a little yeah. bit of research behind the developers, like the actual individual developers. There are legends in that studio from Blizzard Creations, which made Blur, from the old Project oh, Gotham wow. Racing. Well, that's also Blizzard Creations who did Project Gotham Racing. Yeah. Criterion, like there's some deepness in that development studio. So Microsoft was smart at the time for, you know, acquiring them like way back when right. our first round of acquisitions. And yeah, I, it's, it's just so addicting. Like, there's no linear path for success. I personally like off-road type stuff. I like, you know, crashing through the forest and, you mm. know, like fucking jumping over hills and stuff like that in my buggy. You can do that. You know, you don't have to do any road races. You don't have to do any street races, but you can do the events with what car you want, what style you want. It could be a mix, a hodgepodge, could be luxury cars, could be hyper cars. It doesn't matter. Just as long as you have fun. And that is what this game is. This game is a celebration of cars and a celebration of a racing genre. And goddamn, if there's ever a game that could, a racing game that could win game of the year ever, yeah. this would be one of them. Okay. Interesting. Okay. So I, I have uh, a couple of questions. Okay. So you said that you can use any car that you want to like compete. Does that, so yeah. does the game, does this game scale to, whatever your car you're ra- you're using so like if you're using yes. a, a, a bu- okay okay so like if you're using a well, buggy they're not going to be like hey here's a bunch of sport cars you got to race the, the fun the, the fun no no yeah i mean well you, 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 you can see that now actually <laughs> you can you can set up an event that is quote unquote a mixed event to which you can have hyper okay. cars versus suvs but all of them have the same power levels essentially at the same got you, like got they, you, they got might you. they might suit the suvs out to be like a v twin engine or some shit so we can keep yeah. up with the ferrari or what have you mm. but they are skill. able mm-hmm. I'm sorry. So, but you still need skill to really yes in like, a timely fashion there yeah. are properties like if you're a gearhead you can get down into the nitty-gritty of the properties of your car like in terms of your tire composition like if you have a hypercar with drag tires on off-road you're gonna have one heck of an experience <laughs> you're sliding all over the place you, yeah but you're not gonna have any grip yeah <laughs> but yeah like, like you you can choose to do that you don't have to do okay. that but the smart person will allow you to put i mean you know, only in Forza can you put off-road tires on a fucking uh, Bugatti Devo or some <laughs> shit. But you can if you want. And the, sure. the in terms of scale, there's a giant fucking volcano in the middle of this map that is just huge. It's just like, it is it is just so far up. And if you were to like, you know, you can like take it, like just fucking fly. Like, I'm playing with people online. Every time I drive by, I see people just flying off of it. Just flying off of it, like fuck oh, these roads. Just jettisoning off of it. <laughs> You can drift your way up. You can do whatever you want. And that, like, I think the main appeal of why this game is scoring so well is because of how much fluidity and freedom is in it. Like, you know, I'm talking to some people that don't fucking like cross country or dirt racing type, you know, stuff, but they love the road and track and, and street racing type deal. But also, yeah. there's some special missions that have like um like you're racing a fucking cargo plane that's dropping off people with wingsuits you gotta race like it is crazy. creative so jordan does it have any urban settings in some of it yes it uh, does like um 
I would have keen the main area, the main city, because like the previous one was set in, in the UK, which was like uh, more like if you played, I don't know, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, you might have a point of reference of how that shit looked like. <laughs> but essentially, it felt so much like you know an ancient European style. This retained like um like uh, traditional Mexican style homes um and locations it, it wasn't like fucking skyscrapers and shit like that like um yeah. forza horizon 3 which is set in australia which has uh cities like that they stuck they, they kept with the tradition of mexican houses like um beautiful mm. vibrantly colored you know favela style you know districts that are just like i don't know how they're able to keep the frame rate up while flying around this city, drifting around this city, which is very detailed, super detailed, the yeah. city. Like, they, they actually like, detailed some of the inside of the fucking houses. They didn't have to do that, but they did. It's crazy. Wait, how do, you, how do you see that? Like, is that when you're crashing through yeah, the house, please. you see, like... Yeah, I know. Oh, if you stop what by the house and you look you inside... Crying on the side, like, Sometimes, I mean, like, I, I just imagine this crazy future where, like, these billionaires are careening through these small Mexican towns knocking <laughs> over the parks and stuff. <laughs> but it is, like, this fantasy, you know? Like, it's, it is, like, this fantasy fucking, you know, racer yeah. soon. Yeah, but, uh, I mean, it is... It is I'm addicted to it. I can't stop playing it. I put like 60 hours in Forza Horizon 4, and I'm already at like 8 or 9 right now in Forza Horizon right. 5. Like, I I need it. I need it in my veins. <laughs> okay. George, uh, is there, everyone, if you might have one follow up question, uh, is there a store in it to buy stuff? Uh, yeah, you, if you were to have a collector's edition. Um, that would have given you a few of the car packs, which, you know, you can purchase later. Like, I think uh, for $5, you get like a car pack of like 10 or 12 or something. Um, yeah, I mean, unless you really want those cars, you can do it. But there are in-game um, challenges you can complete that give you enough points to purchase them, like like within yeah. the in-game currency, essentially. So you don't have to be shoehorned into, you know, um, buying them. But, you know, there are like some like hyper cars that are very unique. And oh, also, they brought back the internal marketplace. So if someone else were to secure that car and they know how valuable that fucking car is, they can charge like maybe 11 or 10 million, 10 million, 20 million in game credits for you to purchase it out, buy it out outright inside the game. But this game is oh, throwing credits at you all the time. Like you're getting okay, credits yeah, yeah. for doing nothing. Like you're like, yeah. like I'm wondering, stuff. Like, there's, there's like an animation where you're on the side of the highway. We're like, hey, you want this car? You know, you know, I got, I got you know, it's like- Basically, the auction house- I got support the pay, so you want to buy this baby man's going for 10,000 credits, come on. The, the, the auction- Oh, wait, wait, actually, that, I, have a, I have a question. Cause that, that, that actually has me thinking. So there, I mean, you can, Although this person can sell this car for like, I don't know, 11 million credits or whatever number they want to put on it, you can still get that car in game, right? Yeah, I mean, well, if you did like the challenge points, if you did the challenge yeah. points, you'd be able to purchase oh. it or when it's on the Forza store. I see. OK, OK. It's just a way of getting that car a lot sooner. Correct. Some people gotcha. like to always buy new cars. Some people like to buy used cars. And this, this appeal, it, it is so <laughs> inclusive. If you're one of those people who never bought a new car, Forza still have a place for you. Yeah, right. And it's, you, you're actually buying it from the auction house, which does get pretty high stakes. Mm -hmm. You know, if you try and get that car oh, okay. for less amount, you got to get that. You got to stay on top of that shit. And it's pretty heated. We have 10, 12 people fucking wells in there, 50 million credits, you know, 
trying mm-hmm. to bow your ass out. Do you really want to have that Jetta? Do you really want to have that Jetta? <laughs> yes, I need okay, it. So I have I have one more question because I saw this and I was on the face of it. It sounds cool. But in terms of like actual like moment to moment, what's the weather system like? Because I saw mm-hmm. a video of yeah. like a dust storm mm-hmm. and it I is, was like, oh, is... this is cool. And then it was just like completely dust on the screen. It's like, I don't, I don't know where I'm going anymore. <laughs> yeah, and that can totally happen. Like the sound design in this game is fucking crazy. Also with rainstorms too. Like it's all about the type mm-hmm. of event. Um, mm-hmm. And also it depends on the season too. We're currently in the wet season, which is the summertime. So dust storms are less frequent. But when we do enter another week, maybe during the winter time, I believe dust storms are more prevalent. Um, okay. And that well, and within this game, that part of Mexico be in Baja. Like it's dust storms are mainly in the Baja sand region. Okay. So if yeah. you're trying to get your dust storm on, you want to rush over there and you know try to do like like you can actually create a race that is during a dust storm if you'd like you know uh, during okay, that okay. season. Yeah. But yeah. like what what Force has done ever since the first Force Horizon is having a shared overworld. Where you do meet, interact with people, and complete challenges together, and have like um like um impromptu drag races. Sometimes those can occur during a dust storm if you want to, you know, get crazy and fuck around like that. Gotcha. But yeah, the weather in this game, like I, I have a pretty solid surround system. It is intense. Yeah. Like their their sound design is a level in terms of like feeling like I'm in a fucking sandstorm. Like I, I gotta find a new lobby. This sandstorm is too fucking intense. <laughs> 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 and then I guess my my last question is the scope of the game. It's Mexico. Like how big is the map? It's, it's just one map, right? It's just a big it map. It is. It is okay. one lap. I'm uh, sorry. It is one map. I think end to end is like 18 miles. I believe like it is okay. a very it's, it's the largest one they've made so far. And yeah. even in Forza Horizon 4 and in um, was I think maybe a few miles smaller. But mm-hmm. the scale is felt with the diversity in biomes. Like yeah. when I'm near the coast, I feel like I'm in the coast. So I'm in the forest, I feel like I'm in the forest. Like I feel like I've traveled further because of how unique this area is compared to that one. That was what was lacking in Forza Horizon 4, but yeah. was retained in Forza Horizon 3. That's why I say that Forza Horizon 5 is the merging of them hitting their stride in 3 and gotcha. 4. All but those yeah, lessons this, learned. All those lessons learned, but they started off hot. So it's like they 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 they, they keep on refining an already perfect product. Mm. Okay, that sounds like you having a blast with that game. Oh man, I am. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, next game. Oh, this is actually Jordan again. You're talking about a a battle that you had. Oh, Battlefield. Battlefield, yes. Yeah, I tried to get killed by that tornado. It didn't work out. I was I was killed Bro. by a tank that was sitting next to the tornado, an enemy <laughs> tank with the how same goals you, in mind. How long were you preparing to be died, you know, death by I, tornado? Like and Donald said, you, I was like, "Take me, take yes. me." Like, yeah. no. <laughs> but okay, so I'm playing with the Xbox Series X. They had a 10 hour trial for Game Pass owners, but everyone I'm playing with is on PS5, and I make I'll probably okay. end up getting on a PS5. So like they don't want to do the crossplay with PC players and fucking you know honestly no not because of controllers get that shit out of here, but I I did not know how much fun I was gonna have with the wingsuit. The wingsuit is very fun in that game. Like we call ourselves a squirrel I squad. Even, I haven't even tried that. Yeah. Yeah. Like like can, like can my, you shoot with the wingsuit on? No, you can't. It's not okay. that cool. Okay, you're, you're just you're here. just fine. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. No, no, like uh, we call ourselves a squirrel squad. 
and we're like scroll spot mm-hmm. away and we just like you know fly into <laughs> zones and like you you know it's it's really easy to kill motherfuckers that are airborne in this game like it's mm-hmm. like bullets travel quicker in this battlefield yeah. than previous ones yeah. and um i'm starting to get my bearings in terms of you know objectives and levels again like it was mm-hmm. like i wasn't familiar but the uh I think it's not conquest, but it's it was a style of map that was introduced in Battlefield One, where you take each sector, and once you have that sector, you have that control of that part of the zone. Yeah, like that's, yeah, like, yeah. That's a more involved form of conquest, which is also still yeah. there. Gunplay's fine. That was, I think that was the that was the mode in the beta because I think that's what I was playing too when I when I played that game. Yeah. yeah, the gun the gunplay is fine. Like I, I had my reservations during the beta because I didn't feel like it was really impactful, but it it got mm-hmm. better. Switching the attachments has improved. It's less glitchy. The UI has improved slightly. You know, um, TTK. The time to kill is if if you're used to battlefield, you're used to this time to kill. Like you will die right. just like like that, and hope to God someone's there to revive you by giving you a pat on the back, essentially. <laughs> yeah. Um, the apparently the it's NRT- hard to dodge a, a tank shell yeah it didn't work for me <laughs> like um these these maps are immense and there are separate battles going on all the time like on, only in certain situations where you find like you know both 64 player teams going towards one location there's usually sub battles fucking around throughout the map yeah, yeah. um yeah like we we were able to get the uh, like this aircraft vehicle close to the hurricane which sucked us up and we all kind of like flew out, like fell out of it in our wingsuits to see how far we can get. So yeah, <laughs> like, and, and also in terms of sound design, similar to force of like you, I felt like you feel like you're in a fucking, you know, goddamn tornado. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But, um, we weren't able to get the rocket to launch either. So like, we're still trying to figure that out. Like, like what situation, who has to be the winning side for, I, I think it's situational, yeah. like who has to be winning for it to be launched or shit like that. I don't know. Yeah. In, but, in, um, in, in one of the games that I played, the uh, the rocket launched, and I was unfortunately a little too close to it. So I, I, uh, yeah. I, was, I was close to it, but I wasn't facing like, it. Fuck you, Elon Musk. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it, but yeah, yeah, it's definitely cool. Yeah, I mean, like, well, this this game is not launching with single player, so it's kind of like mm-hmm. you know we'll see how far it goes. But a lot of people are hedging their bets with the portal mode. Which I did not have an opportunity to play. So if you're a classic Battlefield fan, you're looking forward to the portal mode and playing, you know, better Battlefield games. I, I don't know. If you like this one, if you don't like this one, go to the previous one. So we'll see if other companies follow suit. Good point. Good point. Um, and then, and then, oh, actually, let me just to just tag in about the whole tornado thing. Um, when Sean and I were playing, and he was in a helicopter, or he was in one of the air vehicles, whatever, and he flew. He was flying away from the, from the tornado, but I was like, no, 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 we go towards the tornado. Yeah, like fuck that. the only the only thing that I would want them to do, and I'm not sure if it's fixed from the beta to now, but like I couldn't shoot in the tornado, and it's Ooh. like, yeah, it's like That's I so understand. Sad. I'm so looking it's forward a to the tornado. Yeah, exactly. It's a little hectic, but like I also want to be able to shoot because there was an enemy in the tornado, and I was just like, <laughs> I see him. If I could just aim my gun and like just fire a couple of shots, yeah. of course the bullets are going to go flying or whatever. But still, give me, just give me the like it was for, for the first two days. People are fixated on that tornado. I, I've seen like whole groups of people rushing towards it <laughs> just to get that fucking moment. Everyone's trying to pull a Bill Paxton, <laughs> get that data. <laughs> Crystal reference, take it. All right, uh, last up, Jordan, you're going to talk about uh, <laughs> Backbone. 
Yeah, that's gonna be quick. You said a dystopian version of Vancouver, Canada. It's supposed to get like um like a Zootopia essentially, like anthropomorphic creatures, and oh. you're basically playing a detective that's supposed to be solving crimes. That's not true. You only solving crimes for the first two acts, but this takes a horrible, fucked up, weird narrative turn that I thought it would be able to recuperate. Like it's uh, it's kind of like a text adventure essentially. Mm-hmm. But I wish it stayed in the pocket, not to spoil anything. I wish it stayed in the pocket of being a detective trying to solve things because yeah. then it gets like this weird, grandiose societal change style narrative. And I'm like, just uh, let me solve crimes. Like it has, it has some <laughs> good puzzles in the first two acts. Like I was like, yo, these yeah. are bangers. But like, I think the, I think the budget didn't allow for them to continue to make interactive puzzles. I don't fucking know. I see, but um, I see. it ends fairly morbidly. I'm like, mm, I didn't buy that one. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, like, you uh, know what? The music was good, though. The music was great. The music in okay. that game was great, and the visuals were, were very good too. Good, good. And that's a good moment yeah. in terms of the um, narrative, in terms of the um, the dialogue, essentially. Yeah, looking at the, uh, I just looked up this game. The art style is really cool. Like it's a pixel art kind of side scroller. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really detailed. All right, okay, cool. And uh, GTA, you're playing? Uh, terrible. Don't support that shit. It is trash. <laughs> um, they. You mean, you mean just just the trilogy in general, or just your? I'm just playing support. San Andreas. San Andreas was released on Game Pass last week. Um, I'd imagine it it would be somewhat comparable to Vice City and Three, uh, in terms of like the engine they used to spruce it up. Like that that age of Grand Theft Auto were basically all playoffs of Grand Theft Auto Three, yeah. and some of them have recurring yeah. characters. Yeah. Um, the yeah. lighting in this game is fucked up and weird, especially during cutscenes. Um, you know, like it's a pretty old gameplay style. Uh, a lot of the jokes just didn't age well. Like it's like, damn, this is like, we were kids and we thought yeah. this shit was cool. Yeah, <laughs> it really wasn't that cool. I mean, we're talking about what, 25, 20 years ago, twenty years ago. It's been a minute. But, yeah, like I was in high school when GTA. Yeah, same here. Same here. When when, when GTA Five came out, I was in high school when GTA Five came out. Yeah. And uh, sorry, sorry, GTA San Andreas. No. Excuse me. GTA San Andreas oh, right, came yeah, out. Right, right. And um yeah, like it's just it, it just feels cheap. It feels cheap mm-hmm. because of how un innovative it is. Like this is this is why we have to like, use our, our language sparingly when it comes to remake versus remaster. This yeah. is a quintessential fucking remaster. Like this mm-hmm. is just a remastered game that you played back then with either achievements or trophies attached to it if you really want to go that route. But there's nothing new to its gameplay. It's fucking... It's a nostalgia grab. It's a nost- yeah, we're, yeah. In a, we're in a 90s, early 2000s moment of nostalgia cash grabbing. I mean, why, I mean, all the movies of Power Rangers and whatnot. Like, mm-hmm. doesn't, this is not a surprise that we're going to remake. I mean, GTA 3, I remember the trilogy in general. Like, those were amazing games when they came out back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think all of this is now is, hey, want to relive your glory 20 years ago? Yeah. Pay us some money and here you go. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy. Rock, rock, Rockstar, Rockstar <laughs> is in full-blown grifting mode right now. Just grifting you off gonna, like, It's sad to see. Oh, Jordan, are you going to fit, complete San Andreas? Probably. I mean, like, there are some cool moments. <laughs> like, um, like, like, I like, just want to know, well, your segment, you had a high with Forza. And now <laughs> you're right. like, totally sorry to Cindy. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm I mean, <laughs> not like you. Not like you're gonna like you know uncover a new ending. 
<laughs> no, right. no, exactly. no. Yeah. I mean, the, the coolest section in San Andreas, when I talked to other people that were fans of that game, was like when you were like the gang war shit, you were like, taking over mm-hmm. the ballers and the Los Ventos, whatever, or, like the, you know, the Spanish American gang. Like those are the cool moments, like when you were in Los Santos taking over, you know, uh, East Side and shit like that. So that was cool. And I, I want to see that again, you know, experience guess, that again, I guess. How does it feel like revisiting San Andreas when we also had GTA 5? Like, does it seem jarring the differences between the two? Well, well you know what? San Forza, it's San Andreas only felt larger because it had like three distinct zones. Like, um, five is just Los Santos and then the backwater area, essentially. Um, because you had like uh, Las Vegas and you had San Francisco. In San Andreas, and you had Los Angeles, so it felt like at the time, like the scale just felt bigger because mm-hmm. you had three distinct zones, and maybe right. that's something that people are hoping for in the next Grand Theft Auto game. If we get that, you know, by the time I pay off my mortgage, I guess I don't fucking know. Well, I, I think out. I think you buying this game is still investing into. GTA. I did not buy this game. This game, this oh, game, was, this game was thrown into my fucking. Right, sorry, 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 sorry. Microsoft one of those game pass trinkets. <laughs> Help goes hey, to not like always shiny like like Forza. Not always shiny. I was debating um, getting the trailer because I, I really want to play GTA 3. Like, I, I never, I, I played some mm. of it, but I was too young. Like, this is, it was mm-hmm. my brother in law's game. So I had to go over to his house to play it. So <laughs> yeah. I didn't, it, yeah, yeah. Like, like the, I, I distinctly remember, like, just once he unlocked everything, just like being clawed and just like burning down whole blocks. Like, that was just, that, that was, that was fun times back in the day. Um, so that's why I've been debating. Like maybe I should, as an adult, replay this. But you're, from what you're telling me, it's like I'll be like, "Why the fuck I want to play this from twenty years ago?" <laughs> no. I mean, if you're trying to get trophies yeah. or achievements, then sure. But it's the same fucking game, and it's not. It, it, it doesn't look great. It doesn't look great. Like that's, that's the, like that, that's like that's the most damning thing about it. It doesn't look great, and it was crazy how much Rockstar punished actual modders who, who took care. And improving those games, which is that's, like, yeah, that's, that's, that's a weird part that. of it too. Yeah, I, I wouldn't want a GTA 3 that didn't that wasn't it. Like I, I, I want what I want. You know, it's GTA 3, right. but but I wanted better graphics. I wanted to work more smoothly using yeah. the power of the PS5. It's and not doing that you, at if all. You don't yeah. if you don't have that technical. Like that's to me that's the whole purpose. It's a, it's a technical upgrade. Right. Now, you could probably run this game on a phone. To be honest, no, there, is well, a not, not, there is a mobile well, game for GTA 3. I, I almost bought it. Yes, it came out for the Switch, and that's and Shreen got it for the Switch, and she's she's playing Vice City right now, and like we're gonna talk about it in the uh, the quick hits, but like in terms of what they did for polish, it's it yeah, is kind of cheap what they did because it yeah, but like yeah, I I'm I'm definitely of the thing where it's like I definitely was like no, nah, I'm not gonna get this. I've played it back then. I don't need to relive those memories because I once I do that, I know my memories is gonna be tainted. What? Like that's our I generation mean, it's, wants it's... to relive the past. What do you mean you don't want to relive <laughs> memories? Come on, that that's what yeah. that's what industry is telling us. Like the, the most the most damning thing, Donald, to your point, is that it's across the board. I mean, it's Switch, mm-hmm. it's it's Xbox, it's PlayStation. Yeah. It's like it's yeah. they did not give a fuck. Yeah, they exactly. just knew the like, gonna buy it. Exactly. And, yeah, and that, that's where I was getting at in terms of like this is definitely not positioned for the Xbox Series X and PS5. Like this is positioned for yeah. whatever console we could put this on that will allow this game to be. They'll buy it, they'll play the fucking yeah. thing. 
right. But yeah. Um, all right. So uh, for me, I have been continuously playing Riders Republic. Um, this game has crossed the threshold for me. It went from like, oh, this is cool. Like, like a couple casts ago, I was like, ah, this isn't SSX. This is better than SSX. The only thing that SSX has on... I haven't played it yet, so I'll take your word. Yeah. The only thing that SSX has over this is the crazy, like, trick courses. Yeah. But in terms of what this game offers, like, I've, I've finally got around to understanding how to pilot the wingsuit and the, um, the rocket wing. So the wingsuit is, is literally like the squirrel suits that you're talking about from Battlefield. Squad, and the rocket, attack! Right? <laughs> and the rocket wing is like, um, think of a wingsuit, but you have like a rocket pack on your back and you're flying like that. Mm-hmm. And like those two are probably the most jarring control wise because you go from using your left and right analog sticks to like control your movement, control camera to those where you really just want to control your movement. Because if you control the camera and the movement, because you're in like you're flying, it just it just gets really bad but yeah like once i figured that out it was like oh this game is great like when it comes to i think because i've been i was following some of the journalists talks about this game and like they were like oh i don't like the energy of this because it feels so like um in your face and kind of cheesy but then it's just but like that's, that's, what it, that's what they wanted to do that's what the whole yeah, game exactly. is about that shit. yeah that's these times that's their intent like they they are trying to go for that like extreme sports like dude bro kind of Fuck energy yeah. and like they nail it and it's one of those things where like playing this game it definitely puts you in a in a mood in a zone because it's just like oh this is cool like everything i'm doing is cool and it's it's supposed to be cool so i personally i feel like they nail that um I've finally gotten ingrained to just instead of trying to fast travel the different events, I just bike or I snowboard or snowmobile or rocket wing to the event instead. Mm-hmm. And it's it's really amazing what they've accomplished with this game in terms of everything that's happening at the same time. Like as when I'm rocket wing, like I can see the terrain below me and you can see like little um, player icons. So they use player icons when you're further away from the environment to show like the people like that's traversing the environment. And it's just like this whole stream of people going this direction. You got one person that's just kind of straggling off into like another direction. You got people in, in the air also doing stuff as well. And it's just like this game is a literal playground for extreme sports. Nice. And yeah, it, it's one of those things where I am slowly starting to unpeel like the different layers of the game, like even the customization for the character outfits and so on and so forth. Like that was one of the things that I was paying for because there is a in-game store. There's premium currency in the game that you can use to buy like the like the really cool looking outfits. And some of them, some of them you can buy with in-game currency, but some of them is just premium currencies. And it's just like... Yeah, I get that. That kind of sucks. But at the same time, like they offer you enough stuff to unlock and earn if you do the sponsor stuff. But, you know, on the face of it, you're not going to understand that unless you're playing the game. So if you just open the store and you see what's available, it's only going to be a few things. So you just gonna think like, oh, there's not much customizations, but it's in there. You just got to play the game. (laughs) Yeah, like I'm really having a great time with this game. Like in terms of critiques, I 
like looking at the Forza like, weather patterns and stuff like that, I kind of wish they did something to that effect in this game. I think that would be cool if there was like, oh, there's a snowstorm or like a blizzard while you're playing the game. Like that changes mm-hmm. it up. But they do do a good job of offering different vibes when playing the game, which is kind of uh different for me like it, it's it's unique because like there is some like um some races where it's in completely black and white or it's like the 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 music completely changes and like there is like little glowy thing i don't know it's it, they they do a lot to make the races feel different even though like you are just you know racing from point a to point b and doing tricks but yeah really enjoying the game having a great time how's the progression in that game so the progression is actually it's really really good like so each of the different sports have a career level bar and when you hit to the next level of your career you get either you get a a vehicle so you get like a bike a snowboard or a rocket wing or whatever in that particular career so if you're leveling up in the bike stuff you will get bikes if you're leveling up in the snowboard and, and ski stuff you'll get snowboard and skis um as you level up you also get um uh what do they call like funky funky vehicles and they are vehicles that are essentially exotic uh vehicles so some of the vehicles were be really really good at doing like tricks but its grip is like really really bad so and then there's another bike that is like really really fast and it sprints really good but it also has like zero grip so it's one of the things where you can play these things and it changes up how you play because you have to take account for the the way that the the vehicle works but yeah it's it's really cool it's really fun like i'm having a good time and like as i'm unlocking things i'm like oh i can do this now oh i can do this now this is really cool yeah Having a good time. All right. Uh, Avery, you've been playing more Apex. Yes, I am deep down the rabbit hole of Apex Legends Season 11. Uh, not much has changed since the last uh, chime in I've had. Mm-hmm. Uh, the new map is really fun, really interesting. I don't want to see it played in competitive until they somehow figure out how to deal with all these giant fucking hills. Like, hey, man, uh, if I'm on low ground and the zone's pulling high ground and it's the only way to go, I'm just dead. Because if, if you're uh, smart and you're on this map, you're using long-range weapons, which means I'm just... That there, can be frustrating. This is a map where fundamentally there might be a meta of characters you have to run on this map to be able mm. to play at a high level. Like, Gibraltar is like a must-pick on most maps because straight up he's a broken character and only a fool <laughs> would go into a fight without Gibraltar. But this map is like... Rafe can't get up this hill because my TP is just me running in the open up a hill. I'm dead here. Uh, yeah. Octane, I'm going to jump pad in midair. Probably going to die here. Valkyrie, they're going to shoot me out of the sky if I'm landing. Uh, <laughs> Pathfinder, only an idiot would try to zip line up this hill. Ash uh, might be the most meta in that, hey, I can just aim up and I'll get to the top of the hill and you won't be able to shoot me while I'm doing it. But it's the like teleport thing, right? Yeah, yeah. But it's like, oh man. So does that mean Ash is a must run on this map? So like now it's like the meta is like, okay, I guess it's Ash, Gibraltar, Valkyrie. That's like not that's not fun. <laughs> like mm. I, I I play Gibraltar because he's broken and like no one wants to play him. And I'm like, I don't understand why you guys were not playing the broken agent. He's super <laughs> broken. Why like 
Oh, you went down in the middle of an open field? I'll just drop in a vulnerable bubble and put you up off the ground. And then we can, I don't know, reset and just keep walking. <laughs> that's, not, that's just me ranting and raving. I'm yeah. liking the map. Uh, I'm interested to see what their next collection event and their next takeover is going to be in regards mm. to changing up the map because fundamentally, like, the map is huge. And there's a lot of air, like, this isn't like old maps where, like, when they added something new, they took out something. This seems like there's a lot of open space to just add new stuff and hopefully solve some of my issues. Uh, the next collection event is obviously going to be somehow Watson related. So as someone who was an OG Watson main for like three seasons until they broke her, I'm, I'm interested in to see what that will be and if it will be as cool as all the other heirlooms. Because for every Rave Kunai or Gibraltar act, you get a Mirage statue, which is just a statue of himself that he hits people with. And that's not worth five hundred dollars. I don't care what you. I don't care what you say. That's not worth five hundred dollars. But yeah, uh, I'm enjoying Apex. Uh, I'm probably gonna stop playing it for a bit because of Valorant and uh, finally beating Far Cry. But that's. Yeah. I'll talk more about Valorant another day. Cool. All right. And then last up, Douglas. What you been playing? Um, I'm not gonna talk about Overwatch, which I have done over the past few years. Ah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Because Fortnite has really been taking over my place, my heart for Overwatch. Um, wow! Even my, even my my Overwatch crew, we don't we only play Overwatch when there's an event, so we get some skins. Even that has kind of fallen. Um, Fortnite mm. has really not taken all of us. A few of us are in Fortnite, um, but I, I can't believe it. But I actually am enjoying this battle royale for squads. Um, I mean, right now we're still we're like the latter stages of season eight, and there's like I think um, it ends on December fifth, and okay. last week is when I completed my battle pass and completely like even all the bonus giveaways. Did you pay for the battle pass? Yes, I did pay for the battle pass. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, it's Fortnite. I mean, you know that. Yeah. They 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 get it. They, you know, you know I pay my taxes. I pay right. my health deductions. I pay for <laughs> more important things. Part of, of what I do every. <laughs> but did you pay for your battle pass, sir? Of course I did. Of course I did. I always. I. I you know. I don't. I don't need another man to pay for my stuff. I can pay for my own. Right. Um. And 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 it's just. I guess the thing was like like I I really have grown to really enjoy sniping, which is something mm-hmm. that. Sniping is like no. I've I've heard some people say that the way that sniping occurs in Overwatch is unique with Overwatch, and they make it harder for some reason. Whereas other games, you get just more leeway with sniping, or it's more comfortable. Either way, I'm amazing at sniping. Like, granted, it gets to give you an automatic sniper rifle, but like, I Mm -hmm. I almost had like 14 kills one day on on team. Wow, it it was beautiful. It, It it was just. Gorgeous, like bodies hit the floor, dog. <laughs> turn, yeah. turn, turn all your problems in enemy players, right. shoot them down. It, 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 it was calm. I'm just even though this battle pass offerings is not the best, booty. Um, it, you know, it, it, I'm relatively new, but I'm still enjoying this journey. Yeah, um, they, they got they you know they, they got a lot of my money when they brought up Batman stuff, so I had to you know hey. pump up that dollars. I I had to now now I can complete I my it. DC characters. You know I got Superman, I got Batman, I got Wonder Woman and Catwoman. We're good. <laughs> um, I mean there's still a couple other people I'll get later on, but yeah, you know, I've just been like I, every day. There's always something different that they're offering, so I always feel like at eight o'clock. I always check to see what's in the store. I know that this week Naruto's coming um, mm-hmm. to Fortnite. 
Uh, I believe that. Old, the, old Naruto or Little Naruto? Which one? Which one they got going? The older one, because you got to be able to shoot him. Okay. Yeah. So I believe rumor has it that the, he's like 14 years old. <laughs> he's still a child. I know. But <laughs> hey, 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 hey! No, he's he an likes. adult in their timeline. All right, he could have a wife and child. <laughs> Yeah, and he could be charged <laughs> an adult in some places of this country. So right. I mean, it works, right? Um, yeah, I think he's supposed to appear as a boss on the island, which actually be unique because we haven't had like a beatable boss on the island um, this yeah. season as of yet. I mean, there, there's he some better being like the, the the rampage QB form, like four tails <laughs> at least, right? Uh, but, so they haven't. So I guess on Tuesday they will reveal those details. Um, Tuesday mm-hmm. the 16th. But otherwise, yeah, I mean. I still, I, I mean, I did, I do play it, but 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 they also they're hitting their ceiling too. Where yeah. Overwatch hit a ceiling, you know, three years ago. Uh, but Daylight, like, I think, is hitting their ceiling now. With like, we don't know what the fuck to do with this game, y'all. Mm-hmm. And um, oh god, I said the bad word. But then this game, Fortnite is still for explicit. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah. Fortnite is still BDE for explicit. Still <laughs> just churning out new content, so I'm hooked. Yeah. I thought All there was right. a news. There's something going on with Dead by Daylight. The Korean pop star, something like that. So BTS. For... <laughs> I hope. I truly That's hope. The so there is a. So they they released a new tome uh, about a week ago, maybe about a week or two weeks ago. But they they revamped the intro to the game because mm. um actually no, two weeks ago was Halloween. So that was all about the Halloween event. After the Halloween event ended, then they opened a new tone, which is kind of like their form of a battle pass mixed in with lore. Gotcha. Uh, there's a free side, there's a paid side to it. And Trickster, who is the K-pop murderer. Um, okay. I mean, you know, if, if, if there was anybody to murder you, he's like the coolest guy to get murdered. He, he winks at you, he laughs, his little charisma, charm, you know. What a cool he's guy. Like, cool guy yeah, doing cool things. Yeah, nice know, in people's bodies. And, you know, when at the end of it, he flicks a little card at it, so you get a little momentum. Like, I want to be, Aww. I want to feel special when I'm murdered. I don't know about <laughs> you. You know, not, it's not like Clown, who, like, you know, stomps your brain out and then chop a piece of your thumb and snack on No, I don't want to be your snack, unless you're a trickster yeah. snack. But anyway, it is, <laughs> a, um, it, he's one of the main characters of the lore for this, this chapter of the tome. So that's why mm. you see stuff for him. They also they just released a new killer on a PTB, uh, as well as a new survivor, which is like a. This is why I said that I think they're kind of running towards the edge of their ideas because her whole job is to cut down loops, and as a survivor, that's the only thing you have to survive is loops. <laughs> so mm. at this point, I think they're like, as one of my friends says, we're gonna have to be X Men at a certain point to trick. <laughs> Because there's nothing else, but Daylight is a glorified cat and mouse game. And if you just cut away where the chase is, then it's like, okay, what am I supposed to do? Right. I can't jump. I can't. I can't oh. shoot you. <laughs> but that's the game. All right. All right. Well, uh, that has been what we have been playing. So before we jump into the quick kits, we have a word from our sponsors. It's hey. us. <laughs> What's good, y'all? Have you been enjoying this episode so far? Would you like to make sure that you keep getting the best laughs, latest news, and most fire takes? Then we're going to need your help. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our show. And if you have, then tell three people about the podcast. Could be strangers, friends, loved ones, hated ones, your Uncle Jim, I don't know. Every little bit helps. 
And after you've done that, please follow us on Facebook at Press X Number Two Start, Instagram at Press X Number Two Start, Twitter at Press X Number Two S, and YouTube at Press X to Start TV. And if you've already done all this, well done. Platinum trophy achieved. And we are back. And now it's time for the quick hits. Number one. This comes from Joe Scrabble from IGN. I made that trilogy is having. if you know you know uh gta trilogy is having a rough launch in multiple specs so uh essentially the the game the launcher so i you know i'm just gonna read this and be a lot easier if i read this so rockstar's game launcher is now back online however grand theft auto the trilogy Defended Edition will remain unavailable to play or purchase as we work to remove some data files that were unintentionally included in the new versions of these games. Uh, We sincerely apologize for the inconvenience and we hope to have the correct versions of the game up and running for everyone as soon as possible. So, what happened was they launched the game with files that was not supposed to be a part of the game and of people being people. Yeah. Yeah. So they, they found the files, <laughs> and they're like, oh, look at this. Uh-huh. And, you know... The children. What about the children? What about the Hot children? Coffee got released? Kind I of. A, I think people Bruh. should be able to buy that. I would be you know what? Wait, wait. You, you, wait, wait. Are we saying it in this day and in this culture, when you're we literally having, like, yada, yada, yada on, on, on a Grammy stage, and we're still upset about hot coffee, y'all? Like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, yeah. It, it's It's... <laughs> It's one of the things where, like, you know, on the face of it, everyone's excited to have the truth. Then, actually, now that it's released, there is just so much, like... It would make Rockstar, so much what, were you, what were you doing? Like, were you guys just really focusing on GTA 6 and just kind of just, like, gave, like, five people to work on the trilogy? Um, another thing that people have been spotting is that there is a lot of just text errors in the signs and stuff in the game. Because the AI translated the you know the previous well, game. That's to a what big thing now. about this remaster that people discovered that they use an AI program to upscale a lot of the textures <laughs> in the game instead of actually yeah. like rebuilding them from the ground up or even giving a human pass on things. So you get situations where like a it, uh, a pixelated sign in GTA Three that said Air Guitar says like AR Guitar AR. because the yeah. because the AI could not read Air and put it as AR. Yeah. Yeah. Is this a, so, would this be a failure of QA? No, it, it's, no. A, it's a failure of that AI. Like that's that because what ends up happening is they literally took this code, they put it into the AI, and they translated it to this game. And they're like, "All right, well, you know, job done." Like, yeah, they have QA people test the game, but even if they point it out, it's just like they can't point out everything. Mm-hmm. Because that's a that's a, that's a really a giant open world game. Like this is one yeah, of those right. things where like they would have had to take in an extra year of just like meticulously at, uh, going over every texture and things. And at that point, why don't you just actually rebuild the textures by hand? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and Take Two just didn't want to put the money into this. Yeah, <laughs> it cost money and time and patience. <laughs> exactly. Uh, okay, number two. This comes from Luke Puckett uh, from Kotaku. Metal Gear Solid games being removed over historical footage. 
So uh, it's pretty much is it it is what it is. Uh, so you know, Kojima when he first made the original couple of games, he included some historical content. <clears throat> and that being said, copyright, all that stuff, it expires. So they reach the point where they either have to renegotiate the contracts or just remove it from the game. It looked like they chose to remove it from the game. So we'll see. Uh, I mean, oh, those no, they, just, they chose to remove the game. Oh, <laughs> you know what? That was my fault. Yeah, um, okay, yeah, that's definitely an option. That's that's an option. <laughs> <laughs> so, what if it so, so if you pay, but okay. here's the thing I've uh I've been watching kind of funny go through the Metal Gear Solid games oh, and yeah. the amount of real world footage in those games will surprise you. That being said, it's old footage from like documentary archival stuff. So I don't think the licensing is going to be like a real issue to get renewed at a relatively good rate. It's just that Sean brought this into the, the Slack as like a news story. And his point was how fucking dumb digital rights are and how dangerous it is for like the preservation of games. And like, he's not wrong that like this minor thing has essentially removed three of the best games of all time from any marketplace. And that's yeah. kind of scary. Cause like, hey, yeah. when it happens to like bad games, no one blinks an eye, but like these are three of the best games ever made that suddenly you just can't buy unless you have a physical copy right now. But I also right. feel like that's also though, like that's a failure for them to getting the appropriate licensing. Like I remember but then, with- but Like they got that licensing in an era when like digital rights weren't going to be a thing. Like yeah. they got the licensing yeah. with like everything was physical. Yeah, I mean, really and truly, that's sort of the same thing with uh, SSX. Like, that's one of the reasons why it's having a hard time coming back because a lot of the music that they had in the mm. game was licensed. Well, you, you still buy an SSX three on the Xbox Marketplace? Yeah, I'm playing them Series X. Can do it. Yeah, no, but I think I think that is specific to Microsoft shelling out the money for that, though. Yeah, mm. it's, it's like, part of their available. backwards compatibility thing. That's one of the things where they would have had to gone through the QA to get that game to work to come out. But I think I think what DJ's pointing to is like a like SSX remake or like actually bringing a remaster of any of those old games. Like yeah. they mm-hmm. really can't do that. Like it's one of another reason why the GTA EA is a publisher of SSX. Yeah, I, think, yeah, I know. Yeah. EA don't want to spend that money. <laughs> it's, it's, it's literally another issue with like this also brings up back to the yeah. Grand Theft Auto situation. Like one of the reasons those games are kind of cheap is a lot of that money into the remakes kind of have to go to maintaining those game soundtracks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So you got to renegotiate all those songs. I can see that. Right, and the other question, side to what, it. What what is Metal Gear? <laughs> it's solid. Oh, I thought that was I said in the game, right? Like, what is Metal Gear out? Okay. Oh, oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, whatever. No one cares. Um, <laughs> oh, we care, Jordan. I was very confused. Oh. I didn't. I like. I played enough Metal Gear. And I'm like, has he? Has Snake ever said what is Metal Gear? He may have in like Metal Gear S for like the yeah. NES or some <laughs> shit. But like, but like Metal Gear Solid, is like, oh, I know what a Metal Gear is. I fought two already. Let me just get this <laughs> rocket launcher and kill this giant T Rex. <laughs> All right. Um, I just noticed a little inconsistency with the frames, but um, I'll we work on that while we talk about number threes from Ian Walker. Kotaku talks about Lies of P. It's a soul like starring Pinocchio of all people. 
Um, no, this is this is actually this this trailer was amazing. Avery, yeah. uh, you being the Bloodborne person, go ahead and just okay. rave about. It. So like, I go into every Souls like with like, okay, you're not from software. Wow me, because like at this point, from software, if they say we're making a Souls like, and I don't know, it's gonna be about a fucking slime shit rolling downhill, I'll probably play it and be like, this is the greatest game ever made. 10 out of 10, game of the year. But no, it's, this is from a brand, uh, I, I don't know the exact information about the studio itself, but from- Round, round eight studio. So yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. So I'm not sure if they're brand new and what their other works have been. I probably have to look more into that, but the trailer that they presented to me was like, oh, this is just Bloodborne. And then yeah. with the individual weapons, the Victorian art style, mm. the uh, just the general <laughs> vibe and theme of the, the game, I'm like, oh, this is Bloodborne. And then the main character has a, like the game, I believe, is supposed to be like a metaphorical retelling of Pinocchio in which this was, you, this was creepy as shit. Yeah, you are Pinocchio and you're looking for Geppetto in this pup in this town where like all the people there are puppet monsters and you're fighting them with cool bloodborne esque transforming weapons. And then like the main character has a transforming arm, and I'm like, oh shit, this is also Sekiro. And I'm like, <laughs> this has my attention. It looks from a just presentational standpoint, it looks mm-hmm. really well. From this, also looks like one of the few games that seems to have actually like you could have you could have told me this was a From Software game from this trailer, and I probably would have mm-hmm. believed you based on just on the animations that they were using in the movement. And so, yeah. like, I'm I'm in the environment. I, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm watching it right now. It got me the stink pump vibes. I'm like I'm liking that grapple hook. That's yeah. looking oh my like, looking good. Yeah, so I'm like good. I'm I'm very interested to see. I might check this out also what this game is going to look like in a year's time when we finally get to see him play it because definitely this, this was a great uh turnabout and i'm hoping more people talk about it going forward so it doesn't just yeah. disappear off the radar like maybe because i think death star kind of gave me a little bit of an impression of what a souls game will be or could be and i kind of like i mean of course like it was super light but like in terms of like okay, i have to make this area without dying i'm restarting like i never really mm. experienced that and enjoyed it but I enjoyed that, and this may be that game that will get me into a proper, you know, more grandiose and a higher caliber, uh, visually, you know, Dark hey, Souls game. Jump into our group. That's we're all gonna be playing uh, Elden Ring. Do okay. it. That okay. he's lying to you. I'm gonna be playing Elden Ring by myself. They're gonna be playing Elden Ring together because <laughs> they, <need> the, <laughs> they need because they need the training wheels. No, because we enjoy each other's company, Avery. <laughs> but uh, the yeah, the game was so, fucking dope. I like so it. yeah, Sean's gonna be playing it. I'm gonna be playing it. And then you you know we're gonna we're gonna team up, and we're gonna force Avery to team up as well. And <laughs> I said when I beat in the game, I have my I'm assuming level 53 tarnished one. Yeah, I'll, you can summon me in. I can do some light work on the boss that you're struggling with because DJ apparently doesn't know how to equip a sword. Well, that's just Bloodborne. Okay, Bloodborne has its own problems. <laughs> All right, number four. This comes from Ethan Gotch from also Kotaku. Far Cry 6 Studio announced pay raise to stop developers leaving. So, on the face of it, it's like, oh, this is great. But when you actually Mm. drill down into it, the raises are for the highest paid people there. So this is actually prompting some criticism. No, no, no. no. It's for everybody. It's just... Yes, you are. You're right. You're right. (laughs) Yeah, the highest paid people there are actually getting more money than the uh, lower paid people. It's all percentages. they, yeah, they pump more money into operations. Everything will continue to rise up for whoever is in that. Like it's not like they, they're 
reappropriating funds from the highest payers to entry level, mid level employees, everyone's getting a bump up. So there's not that much change there. But the, but the thing is, it's like if you're of the lower end of the pay range, you get five percent. But if you're in the higher end, you get about maybe twenty percent. What? And yeah, twenty percent. That's aggressive. I don't like that. But but the the thing about it to be is, this is another reason why the video game industry needs a unionization. Yes. I mean, like, like, yeah. I, it, like, yeah. th- th- this is what happens when you don't have a union. We have these disparate changes in pay. We have paid, you know, lack of transparency because you don't know who's getting what percentages. You don't know who's getting mm-hmm. paid. So you don't even know if you're getting paid fairly. Like, mm-hmm. when people hide how much they earn from one another, you don't understand the marketplace. And all that really benefits is the employer, not the employees. Exactly. This, are any of you guys in a union of some sort at your jobs? Okay, so uh, I'm, yeah, I'm, I was automatically thrown into it. I didn't have a choice. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, I'm sorry you don't live in a right to work state. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm in a union too, but we have a pay scale so you can see what everybody earned. I think these initiatives like that, like, like activism is trying to do their own type of like, you know, we want to help you. I think, I think the industry is scared that these people will actually bond, come together and form a union. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think they're just scared. It's maybe if we throw money at the problem. You don't have to worry about it. Well, like I, I, I just think game development is so fluid. Each title, like you know, developers yeah. get the fuck out of there for the most part when a big release happens. They move to Hollywood ones. is is more fluid than that, and you yeah. still have a union. But like, I, think more fluid I think we're. I, you still I think, have a union, but like Hollywood is like five fucking studios making films, and everything sort of filters through that. Or well, if yeah, games. Yeah, but 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 that that's not a reason. That's not. No, I, I'm not. Yeah, I know. I'm not my job. Two to three. You know, maybe most employees in my job. But like, out, but like I think there, I think there, two types. I, I I have no real union knowledge at all. So this is just me going off in my head. There are two types of conversations we had about unions and games. There's games as a whole unionizing, and we get like a video games guild, like sort of have like like a screen actors guild and stuff like that, where like here's everyone in game getting together. Or there is, hey, we work at public or Studio X, and we, as a collective in the studio, are unionizing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, no, and I mean the, the the latter. The latter would be more difficult because you do need to have enforcers outside of the organization. We're well, not, not sorry, enforcers, but SOPs outside of the organization that people reference to get a union within a workplace. You have a certain number of people vote for it. I mean, like it's you, you, you sign a car. It it's easier to break up that way, as I'm trying to say. It's easier to break up something within an organization as something that's that's a part of a grander, you know, like 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 a SCIU or a Unite Here, like just no, no, no. Like, that's, that's not how that works. Okay, that's not how that like 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 SCIU is part of a larger you know, organization. It's like like my union, you know, for my workplace is a member of an even bigger union, mm-hmm. but like. Oh, most common, yeah, yeah. So, so my but union you, is actually a member of UAW. Yeah, um, but that's just union business. That has nothing to do with interacting with the management. Well, like Unite here, at least within, like, based on my knowledge, working with them, they had union membership that was across many hotels. Like, not every hotel had its own union. Like, that is the style that I was referencing. Maybe well, based off of an example. I think I think maybe this will turn free. I think what you're talking about is more like the, the former, like like kind of like a guild style that you're okay. talking about. Kind of like what what Avery said, where you have your union, maybe a certain class of 
employment. So you have all developers, mm -hmm. all designers, your, your game QA folks can all be part of their own individual guilds and they can negotiate with management. And that's one form of it. You're right about that. You know, fine. Like my union is particular to my law firm and, you know, there's high turnover in my firm just because the nature, people burn out easily in what we do. But we still have a union bargaining agreement, you know, a collective bargaining agreement. Like, like I know we do have pay equity because we all know who earns what. And we all have our raises are predetermined and we know what's going to happen. So you wouldn't have like random 20% raises. But, you, you know, I also have like job security. Like I can't get removed for cause. Mm -hmm. um, or like, it, it, or, you know, my benefits are protected. And it may not be as high of a turnover as, say, game development. But and this is why people burn out the field already. And yeah, that's what I think. They're just throwing money at people because I think they're really scared that it would actually form a union. It's just, you know, you're right, but one thing, it just takes a lot of effort. And I, and I know that, I think it's called Game Workers Unite is trying to do something. But, you know, I, I'm still surprised at this day and age we don't have an active union in the gaming industry. Gaming I mean, is we were young, relatively young in comparison to other forms of entertainment. I was literally about to say the same thing. That gaming is like a newer medium of and then, be, And then because we are a technology-based industry, what gaming is evolves tremendously. If a union was formed in like the 70s, what they would be protecting and doing then is far more yeah, different than what changed. we were doing now. Mm -hmm. yeah. no, oh, I, I don't disagree. I think that's a good union should be able to be responsive to its members. A union is only as strong as the people who make it up. You know, you're right. I don't disagree with you. All right, we're gonna we're gonna move on. <laughs> I think we reached a good point, but um, just for the sake of time, number five. This comes from Takashi Mochi Mochizuki. Yeah, Takashi Mochi Mochizuki. Uh, from, he got it. He got it. It's one thing I can read is Japanese name. <laughs> Uh, he's, he's from Bloomberg. Uh, Sony cuts PlayStation 5 production on chip short. That sounds weird. Sony cuts PlayStation 5 production. It should be because of chip shortage, not on chip shortage. Anyways, um, if, if you've been following recent events, like if you've been paying attention to this thing called the pandemic or, um, <laughs> uh, you know, electronics, you probably have heard about this chip shortage thing and how it could possibly affect. I don't know, everyone, because of the pandemic? Uh, well, yeah, it's affecting everyone. So what's happening now is PlayStation or Sony has to cut their um, forecast for how many PS5s are going to produce because the lack of materials. And um, that's that. That's great. Or not great, but like, you know, whatever. They're doing what they have to do. Uh, this is just a public service announcement to everyone who is going to be doing holiday shopping you have to do that right now. Don't wait till Black Friday because if by you can Black get Friday, secure one, <laughs> one right now. That's yeah. another. Yeah, thing. right, right. I mean, I'm to, I'm just talking about general, like everything, yeah, because yeah. the supply chain shortage is a real thing, and it is going to have a very, very big impact at the end of November, start of December, when people are actually start holiday shopping. So, oh, you think go this ahead make, and get that stuff going. You think this will make more people shop in a store versus online? One hundred percent. 
you, you, I, th- oh, yeah. I think you might have a better chance at stores these yeah. days than the online vendors. Like, I, I, DJ knows the trials and tribulations I had to do to go online to buy a fucking PS5. Like that shit you is not easy. Like in a store, all you have to do is compete with the people in the general area to get your shit. Well, online, you need to compete with everyone plus the thousands of bots that are designed to fuck you. Yeah, no, we, we were lucky enough Wrong. to get ours to uh, PlayStation Direct was what we were following. Yep. The most yep. part. Like, we tell people we got through PlayStation Direct. They're like, no fucking way. No fucking way <laughs> PlayStation Direct. But one thing to the earlier part in terms of the supply chain, I'd be very wary of Taiwan right now. And, like, the saber rattling because Taiwan is the world's largest exporter of semiconductors. If that oh. shit gets weird in the South China Sea or whichever country wants to call that general area of, of water, that yeah. will destroy the supply chain for all electronics, you know, be it phones, be it cars. Like that mm-hmm. shit would be devastating. So yeah. not uh, to we scare. Nobody, I don't think we. PS5 now. <laughs> I don't think we talked about this, but um, there was a, a story where um, uh, Sony is talking about how they're going to create a make their own fucking factory. Uh, yeah. Yeah. In Japan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, all right, you do what you got to do. I mean, Sony but, uh, is a, um, elect- like entertainment electronics company. Like that is an incredibly smart thing for mm-hmm. future proofing going forward that they probably should have done ages ago. It's yeah. not until the worst happens. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think we're fun. seeing the, the the drawback of globalization from the early two thousands, where everything was all happy and everybody like, let's move around. Well, people we, could do things. Certain people, 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 people were happy. Certain people were happy. Other people were upset about America losing their jobs. And we're not going to talk about those people. <laughs> all right. Uh, so instead of doing a heavy hitter, because of time, we're going to make this a quick hit. So number six. Uh, this comes from Joseph. Nope. Is that nope? I would yeah, I would say nope as well. All right, not. Uh, go for it. Either one, either one works. Well, we don't know. All right, uh, this is from IGN. Fortnite pulls Travis Scott emote after Astro World's uh, concert tragedy. Um, so Avery was actually going to have this heavy hitter. He was he was following this at the time, so he have more information on it. I. So I heard about this after the fact, like way after the fact, and I was just kind of confused about what's happening because I couldn't find like the one thing that was saying like, okay, this this happened here, and and this is why Travis Scott is uh, being put under the microscope and X, Y, and Z. So Avery, what actually happened? We well, okay, make- so I don't as. Uh, Marcus isn't here to roast me because he knows most of my darker secrets, but uh, I don't give a shit about popular music in the context of it existing in, in a vacuum. Uh, anytime I get involved in music, it's through the medium of soundtracks or theme songs or especially in this connection with media that I actually do care about. So like mm-hmm. my only reference to Travis Scott is the Fortnite concert he did a year ago, which I thought oh. was really good. And most of those songs I still listen to to this day because I just think of the concert and I think of how hype it was. So I have no conscience of him as a performer or as a rapper or a human being. But all I know is I was just on video game Twitter and Gene, uh, fuck, uh, Gene from the Washington Post. I forgot his last name, but he's a prominent pundit in video games was like sharing stories from Astroworld. And it was like this young black man just sitting there talking about how like, people were on the floor just like not moving and he's like he's he'd seen all this death in front of him and i'm like what the fuck happened so i just drilled into it and i learned that 
uh, about a week ago, Travis Scott was having a pandemic concert in his hometown of Houston, and uh, it shit got crazy to the point where uh, people were being people were dying. Yeah, people were dying in the crowd, and to add insult to injury. Travis Scott just did his entire set like nothing happened. There was a couple of breaks where he like stopped to see yeah. what was going on, but then he just kept going. And like we've, he we've seen the thing is, I don't think he could see. Well, you know, he, he can tell some things, but he's also he can't really hear because the counts and he has. Yeah, like, that's one of my that was my that was my understanding of the situation. Like oh, like all the stage lights and all that, but then like you see footage from inside the crowd and footage footage from like five feet away from him on stage, and it's just people screaming mm-hmm. like help us help and things like that and then they're showing footage of like ambulances and police cars just like surrounding the venue that you can see from the stage like there's no amount of light that would have blocked out those lights from the background so stuff was happening around him and he just kept going on performing and so from the aftermath there are eight it's either eight or nine confirmed dead and like a countless amount of injuries and this Fortnite move is very much a we are going to distance ourselves from Travis Scott mm-hmm. as a person in a way that we can safely do. Cause like the, the emo is disabled. Uh, you can't really buy it in a store. I think it's like a seasonal event type of thing. So yeah. not, you can't really yeah. find it in a store. They can't really stop you from putting on the Travis Scott skin or the Astro Jack skin or anything like that, but they can keep you from doing the emo and not be a big issue within the game. Yeah. And, and this is, that's a weird thing because you know I would say I don't normally see many people play as him. Not often. Well, because it's yeah. Fortnite, so it's like from what I can tell with skins, it's either you're playing as a basic female skin because you want the tactical advantage, or you're on a seasonal round of skins where like, oh, brand new skin came out that's new hotness. I'm wearing this. Like right. I saw some, when Ariana Grande skin got released, that's all people were wearing. Like, are people still yeah. wearing Ariana Grande skin now? Especially now that we're getting Naruto skins and like all these other new skins. Right. You're right. I, I don't. I'm, I'm such a defendant attorney. Um, no, this is actually very. Like, no, go. No. Well, no, because I, I don't know how much response. To, I'll, I'll put it this way. Also, real quick, oh, to, to, keep it, to keep it short within the quick hits, we won't, we won't have a full discussion. I mean, we yeah, can't have a full yeah. discussion, but yeah. No, I, I, just, so. I just, I don't know how much response. I mean, it is his show, so there's some levels, but I just don't know how much because I don't know what it's like to be on stage and what you can and cannot see, and uh, yeah. your obligations to like. That so ad, the show must go on. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, and then two, uh, two, two uh, things to add on to that is that one, a lot of musical artists have come out and said how much of their experiences on stage, and it's not looked good for Travis in that situation. And then two. Other people have pointed out that this is a Travis's rowdy uh, like yeah. crowds is a recurring pattern with him, like him egging people to jump off high structures to like get oh. involved and things like that. And like he's already been like cited for like endangerment in the past. So it's like it's one, it's one of those things where like I very much feel like beyond him not having an understanding. And I don't, I don't want to do the, uh, the, the fear mongering, oh, he incited an incident bullshit, but I'm very much of the mindset that he fundamentally doesn't really give a shit about what's going on in the crowd so much as it props up his like artistic aesthetic, if that makes sense. Mm. You feel like it's almost like a failure of imagination, because it's, it's a huge venue, it's a big place. I could see someone say, well, well poor people are going to be rowdy. You're in a, almost like a field. 
right. it's not like a like a closed yeah. concert yeah. And hall then from where a, you have yeah. these seats and people no they're just standing yeah. yeah and then from a venue standpoint they needed far more security and far more like cordoning off barriers so like the level of uh, crowd that they got should have yeah. never happened but then you get to the travis of it all of like you probably have the best view of everything going on regardless of like your eyesight situation like but you're, you're also performing you're you're doing several things at once, and, and then pe- say- and then people have also pointed out multiple videos of other musical artists in Travis's exact same situation, just stopping their show to address issues in their crowds. I know so- he he did pause. That's the thing. He paused a few times, and he, I, it, it just like I don't. I just, I just take my own experience like as a litigator. Like when I'm when I'm in court, I, I call it as being on. There's just so many things I'm paying attention to. the person just just. Just say on. Oh, it's just the best way because you're hypersensitive to what's all around you, but that also means you have to close out everything else. I have no clue what's going on behind me at back. I don't know yeah. what's going on in my periphery. Yeah. I'm paying attention to yeah. who's in front of me. I got I got lines I gotta read. I got this and feedback over you know what the other crop other person's saying. So I can see yeah. and it, 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 focus yeah. your it, yeah. it's it's hard to see because like it's been acknowledged as a mass casualty event. So it's yeah. like it's one of those things where like that's like it's unfortunate. It's really yeah. unfortunate. It's it sucks. Oh, and nine like, nine deaths is a mass casualty. I it, it's eight, or, it was eight deaths. I mean, like when I I, I guess I, I don't this is like little technical legal terms. I guess like a school shooter like shooting and killing like five or six people is always I think classified similarly. So I guess in the same context yeah. of a musical venue, it would apply. I, I just feel like maybe this is a sign how desensitized we are to it. I'm like, oh, we've had more shooting deaths than that before, haven't we? And I'm like, oh, God. I mean, that, that's like, that's in, not, in that's not a good to, thing. Yeah, it's not a good yeah. thing. And then, but I think in regards to like concerts, I think this is one of the highest of yeah. all times of like active deaths. So I think that's where yeah. a lot of the rhetoric is going from. But yeah, like. And the way I, people die, too. Yeah. 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 This, oh, yeah. This, yeah, this yeah. And then, like, the mounds, the mounds of evidence of people dying around him and things like that. And like, it's, it's, this has gone a little bit longer than we expected. Just to talk about Fortnite. Fortnite's removed it from the thing. They probably did it to save their own asses. Tra- mm-hmm. Travis is a lot of uh, hot water right now. Hopefully, yeah. him and his Kardashian girlfriend managed to uh, survive it. Because nothing was did more galling. Nothing was more galling. One of the headlines I saw was uh, like something, something Jenner's sister safe from uh, Afterworld concert. And I'm like, no one gives a shit about her. <laughs> yeah. I love you. Like, like uh... who, who asked for this? <laughs> Just to just to tie up with a couple things, uh, what's considered a mass casualty incident? It is recognizes five victims with critical injuries considered mass uh, casualty. Um, when it when it when it comes to Travis Scott, like my experience is performing on a stage has been very limited in terms of the amount of people that you know I'm dancing in front of or whatever. Oh, but like that. I saw you on that stage. I saw you. <laughs> <laughs> three three people but like three people his parents immediate family hey it was more than three people thank you very much jordan mm. but yeah like um as douglas says like it is a thing of like you're on so like you may look like you're looking at a particular you know space or place in the audience but you might not actually be paying attention to that place you might be looking there because you something else and that's just where your your head and eyes are directed at so it is one of the things where it's very possible that he may have been looking in the direction of the people that was unfortunately having their lives taken from them. But that doesn't necessarily mean that he was paying attention to what was going on. And like, yeah, he did stop a couple of times and was like, uh, what he, he said something or whatever to the effect of like, like what's going on over there kind of thing. But like, it's, it's one of those things where this is a very complicated 
problem that I, there has to be some kind of way that these venues are adapting to make sure something like this doesn't happen again. And like, yes, part of the onus should be on Travis for like pointing the things out because he's on stage. But there's a bunch of people that are on stage behind him that are also looking at the the crowd and looking at the events and like even the the camera people who are like covering this like oh there should be more fail safes than just the one performer. Yeah, I love the mindset that Travis isn't ultimately like this is not 100% on him. The venue holders yeah. and all that type of stuff needs to be also held culpable for this uh this event. My yeah. only thing is that there should be no argument that he holds a part of the responsibility. Oh, I, I agree with you there. I agree. I, I just don't know how much mm-hmm. because he is his show. That's true. Yeah. You know, well, and, and, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, this has been another episode of the press X star podcast. This has been our, I'm going to call this the heavy hit, the, the heavy hitter quick, the quick heavy hit. Whatever. We hope you enjoyed this episode much we enjoy making it. Don't forget to raise on your favorite podcasting apps because every little bit counts. Uh, we hope that you have a um, pleasant weekend. We hope you have a pleasant day. We hope you wash your hands, you stay safe, and you continue to wear your mask because COVID's not stopping. It's not. Um, Oh, oh, uh, we also would like for you to go to our YouTube page and like and subscribe there because we uh, push there as well. Um, With that being said, again, you take care. You stay safe. And peace out. Bye, everyone.